Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm excited to have our next guest, Mike Jewett, who is Director of Community at Codecademy. The Codecademy community is super ingrained with the product, and Mike works closely with the product team to integrate ideas, make changes, and build a better space. Today, he shares how the community operates within the org, how he proves the value of the community, and how they successfully launched an events program in the middle of a pandemic. All right, well, I'm so excited to have you with me today, Mike. If we can just dive right in, I would love for you to describe a little bit more about what Code Academy is and what exactly it is that you do in your role. Yeah, so Code Academy is an interactive online learning platform uh, where millions of learners come together to learn technical skills to improve their their professional lives, in some cases their personal lives, but all through using uh, coding or, or things that are close to coding like like data science. I'm the director of community. So I manage a team of community managers and also all of our responsible for all of our community resources. So our forums, our chapters program, our, our chat servers, anything that involves, you know, community members gathering. We think of them as resources and, and I'm responsible for those. Uh, in terms of like my other responsibilities, I, you know, have to report up to executive, the executive team, the board of directors, um, and other stakeholders and departments just on ongoing community initiatives, our results, things of that nature. So. Okay, right on. So, okay, I can't wait to ask you more questions about all of these things. What is the importance of community to your learners? Like, how does the community operate to enhance the learner's experience? Yeah, so community, I think, uh, for us, it's extremely important. I think really for all online learning, it's important because online learning is inherently a, a kind of a lonely endeavor, right? You can be, you know, there's all kinds of great ways to learn online, but, you know, just sitting in a room by yourself, it works for some people, but I think the majority of people need more to make the most of their, their learning experience and achieve whatever outcomes they're looking for. So that, that means, you know, having people to collaborate with study groups, being able to mentor others or learn from others who, who know more than you. Uh, these are, I think, really essential aspects of, of education and something that online learning doesn't provide in and of itself. And so that's where community comes in. And that's really what our focus on, what our focus is at Code Academy as far as what community brings to the, to the overall experience. So you talked about you're the one who kind of reports up um, in your organization. And just quick question, does community sit in its own organization or where does it sit in the company? We sit in the product organization, actually. And I'll, okay. I'll explain that in a minute. But I also want to say that we are very closely aligned with marketing as well. So we work probably just as much with marketing as we do with product. But we sit in the product org. And I think that's important because what we don't want is for there to be a product experience and a separate community experience, right? We don't want people to, you know, learn learn coding on, on codecademy.com and then go to the community to ask questions or meet with other people. We want it to be an integrated experience. And to do that, it really takes close alignment with our product team because they're always working on new features. They're always improving the learning experiences and we're always improving things in the community. So we want to do that together. And so organizationally, you know, it just, it makes it a little bit easier to be aligned in that way. 
Whereas our um, relationship with marketing, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking with them every day. We're, we're surfacing learner stories. We're telling them all these great things that, you know, are happening in our chapters. And uh, they're helping us promote that and, and so share it with the world. And um, so we have a lot of collaboration with them, too. Awesome. And I feel like you kind of mentioned, you know, why community is important to Code Academy, which is totally fair and a very obvious answer, in my opinion. But my question is, how do you prove that? Like, when you're talking about numbers and quantifying the actual value of your relationship, how do you and your team do that? Yeah, and, and you're right. This is kind of the the double edged sword of community in, in this respect because it is obvious on the service level. You're like, okay, uh, you know, we see these people helping each other. They're gathering, they're studying, they're learning Code Academy together, achieving outcomes together. So that's obvious. Like, of course, it's a good thing. But when when you have to put actual numbers to it, it gets much more challenging. And so, you know, we have a variety of metrics that we track uh, in our different community resources. Uh, but we are always trying to tie those things to our more like top line business metrics. So things like uh, product engagement, uh, retention, conversion to our paid product, new learner acquisition, you know, getting getting new people to come to Code Academy. And so we're always looking at what these behaviors in, in community translate to in terms of our business. And and that does get uh, trickier. And, and honestly, it involves uh some cl- collaboration with our product team, our marketing team. We also have a data science team um, that's dedicated to, you know, looking at, um, you know, connections like this that may not be so easy to explain from a, you know, in a, in a quantitative level. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like that's kind of the biggest challenge for a lot of, a lot of folks in this industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I love, love the work that, uh, that you all are doing around this because it, it does like just having people talk about it more and more like two years ago, even I, I don't think this it was as much, you know, community and its impact on business was talked about as much as it is now. And I'm seeing that trend. It's very I think it's very positive. I think it helps community teams and ultimately helps the businesses that they're a part of much more because we get to actually understand the magnitude and the nuances of, of the relationship between community and the core, the core offering. Totally. And on that note, I think it also really helps to hear people say it's a challenge because I mean, how many metrics did you measure before you figured out the real one, like the right metric that you should actually be tracking and reporting on? Yeah, oh, a lot. I mean, you could look through our, we use the OKR format here for our quarterly, you know, team um, goal setting. And you can look through our uh, past OKR stack and see a lot of metrics that we don't, uh, not that we don't pay attention to them, but they're not like of utmost importance anymore, like we thought they used to be. So we're always evolving there too. And as we as we continue to understand the relationship with our core product better, you know, I, I expect the metrics that we track today to change as well. Totally. So tell us about your kind of global network of chapters that you have, because you run distributed events. Is that right? We do. Yeah. Yeah. This is really exciting. So we launched our Code Academy chapters program in August and the reason why we why we wanted to build this program is we saw our our community members doing like gathering anyways they, they were they were just using like disparate tools so people were using meetup.com or um you know starting whatsapp groups or sometimes literally just like texting each other and so it was all kind of all over the place it, you could only get in a group if you somehow stumbled upon it or got invited so it was very kind of um off the radar so we we acknowledge this behavior and saw all the positive things that were happening to it or from it. And so we 
you know, we, we wanted to create a platform to make it much easier. And so, you know, we partnered with Bevy in August and built our, our chapters program. And it's really taken off, uh, you know, so far, let's see, we have about a hundred chapters and, you know, the chapters have organized, you know, a few hundred meetups probably at this point. But I think we're still at the very, like the very beginning of it because we're just starting to see now, like now the chapters, some chapters have matured a bit, like some of the good things that are happening from this, some of the stories that are coming out of them and, and what they may be able to do. It's really, uh, it's really encouraging. So That's really cool. It's interesting to hear that you've launched this program in August when everything was already virtual. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, did you take any extra steps to, I mean, the world is talking about virtual fatigue and virtual event fatigue and stuff, but I mean, your whole program is online. So how have you been kind of combating that? You know, having virtual events was kind of a, a pretty smooth transition for us because like you said, you know, our, our product is online. Everybody's used to online learning anyways. That said, you know, we, we did used to have in-person meetups in New York, which is where our headquarters are, where, you know, it was a, a limited group of people because it was only people who were in New York or traveling at the time who could come. But th- those were fun. But nevertheless, like, you know, even without those now, yeah, virtual meetups is, have not been a problem. People just are, I think they're just, it's just like so natural for everyone now. And I suspect, you know, after, after COVID's over uh, that people will start to gather in person again. Uh, I certainly hope so. And I'd love to see what we could do to help support that, you know, helping, you know, people find good places, get, you know, co-working spaces or coffee shops or whatever it is to meet. Because I think there is something to be said for, you know, especially when you're when you're trying to learn something together, everyone's kind of inherently vulnerable and it just helps to have that human contact sometimes in person. So I think, you know, chapters will only get stronger once there's a, more of a mixture of virtual and, and in-person meetups. Totally. So right now, are your distributed events hosted by community members? Yes. And how do you find those people? Are you kind of taking a more passive approach where they volunteer themselves or are you actively looking for people? Yeah, this has been one of the the more pleasant surprises. So I, when we launched, I thought that we would have to do a lot of outbound, you know, trying to kind of pull people in, you know, show them what's about, sell them. But we've done actually like none of that. Um, it's all been inbound. People apply. We have our on our chapters homepage. We have a link that you can search for a chapter, or you can uh, click a link to uh, lead a chapter, and that takes you to a, a, an application form. And so people submit that, they schedule an interview with me, and then, you know, kind of goes from there. The way people find out about it, you know, some people are now finding the page because it's, you know, it's starting just to get more views and probably, uh, you know, rank in, in some search results. But uh, but it's also probably mostly comes from, you know, we, we'll send out chapter information in newsletters, you know, promote a chapter's events or, or talk about something that a chapter did. There are some touch points in our product experience itself. So people can kind of find out about it as they're using our, our core product. So those are the main ways. And now we're actually starting to get some, some chapter members who have joined a chapter, attended some meetups, really like it, and they want to start their own chapter. So that's, that's really cool to see. That's like real life NPS. You know, the question that's yeah. like, how likely are you to recommend this when someone actually recommends it and you can see that real life? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's actually another kind of cool. I think it's partially a byproduct of, of these chapters being 100% virtual right now, which is a lot of chapter members aren't in the same city as the chapter is founded in. Even though we, we organize our chapters by city or by university, uh, you may have somebody in 
you know, India, who's a member of a chapter in San Francisco. That's totally fine. That's great. As long as the, the time zones aren't a problem for, for meeting. But um, so that, that now that person in India might say, oh, I like this. I'd like to start a chapter in my hometown in India. And so that's we see that happening as well. Awesome. Can't stop the spread. I love it. Of learning. Yeah, no, can't, can't stop it if we wanted to. But, uh, yeah, no, we're, we're really excited. I think, you know, we're probably just at 1% of where, you know, chapters could, could go. And I see some of, you know, the more mature, you know, distributed community programs like Google Developer Group, for example, and, and some of the amazing stories coming out of that. And I think, you know, there are some some really good kind of uh, guideposts out there for for what our, our communities could, could do. Awesome. Okay. Last question. And I ask everybody this one, what is a memorable moment that you've had in your community? So every week, uh, one of our community managers who's always interviewing learners and, you know, she knows our community probably better than anybody. Uh, she writes a story about one of our learners, kind of a feature highlight story about one of the learners that she interviews. And uh, we share that. She writes the story. She shares it every Friday and it's always different in a way that's like the learners from different background has different experience, has different goals, has different things that they've accomplished. But the, the common theme is that this learner has uh, achieved something meaningful to their life uh, using, using Codecademy. And we share that, we share that with the company on Friday and it's just a great way to, you know, end the week, start the weekend, especially after a really, you know, busy or hard week. It makes you remember that like, okay, the work here we do is meaningful. It's helped somebody. And, um, you know, you go into the weekend and you hopefully have a much better weekend as a result. So that's, that's probably, I know you're, you asked for one moment, but that's an every Friday moment, but it's still like, that's probably one of my favorite parts about, uh, about the job. That's fair. Your favorite moment can still be every Friday. I think that that's a pretty lucky way to end the week. And hey, Fridays are, Fridays are great anyway. Yeah, no kidding. Pizza, pizza Fridays, get a good learner story. There's like so many good things. <laughs> How <laughs> uplifting. Well, great advice for everybody. I actually love the idea of writing stories and you share them just internally. So we do, we do uh, expose them like externally at time. Um, you know, our, our marketing team kind of takes the ball from there and they have different vehicles to, to share. But yeah, it's like when, when they, they first come out internally and everyone at the company gets to read and kind of uh yeah just sharing a good feel good moment awesome i love that i'm going to adopt that thank you yeah <laughs> all right well thank you so much for joining me today mike thank you so much for listening if you liked the show please leave a review on apple podcasts if you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community go to pod.bevy.com that's pod.bevy.com this is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre.